Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Up and at em. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! With Walker and Roush. We're too wild and crazy guys! Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Nick Roush, how are you? I'm okay. Well, on the t- you know, I did the, uh, I did the old sports talker special where I fell asleep for like an hour at 8 o'clock and then couldn't go to sleep. Is that the old Sports Talker special? I think you did it last week. So, yes, Sports Talker special. No, I think you're referring to Friday I told you that I did it after golf. I took a nap and would have been perfectly okay skipping volleyball, but the wife woke me up. Mm. Gotcha. Justin, how are you? (laughs) I am extremely tired. I stayed up until... Dang near the whole Jazz game last night. I figured I would have to try to bring him some good juju for our bet. Didn't work. Oh, Clippers, Why would you stay up for that whole game? It was an absolute blowout. Well, because it got closer, and I had a bet, a bet on the line, so, you know, made it more interesting. But I wish I would have went to bed at halftime like I wanted to. Yeah, absolute blowout. Clippers beat the Jazz. Series tied 2-2. I think the games, the Jazz won. They won by, like, a combined nine or eight points or something. The two games the Clippers have won, uh, they have combined to win by like, I think, uh, 40 or something like that or 30 or whatever it is. But a big margin. So Jazz, Jazz stink. Clippers are going to beat them. I would just say to Utah, you better win. You better win that next game at home or else it is over. They, over. They can't win in L.A. They're, I just think the Clippers are better. So, yeah, I do agree with you. I don't think they will win. 30-13 uh, to 13 after the first quarter. 13 points in the first quarter for the Jazz. It's not a lot of points. Donovan Mitchell did the old, oh, I'm kind of hurt as, oh, yeah. as the game went on. Mm, that happens. Which, not unique to Donovan Mitchell. That's an NBA special. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was actually playing really hurt, which I don't doubt it, that all these guys are probably banged up to some degree. It's just you, you notice the limp a lot more when <laughs> – you, when you're losing, yeah. yeah. So that uh, we got uh, got a couple series tied two two. Yeah, thanks to Joel Embiid. Series tied two two. They they call Joel Embiid the layup bandit because man, he had a chance to take the lead and just miss a layup. He was horrible. And finally, I get to watch an NBA game that doesn't end at two in the morning and actually was competitive because it seems like these early games are just kind of blowouts by the end. But finally, get an exciting game, and that was a good game. One point, it was like, all right, 76ers, how, how did they get up four? They're going to probably win this one. Next thing you know, 7-0 run by the Hawks. And then the, the 76ers still had a chance at it. And Bede, I think, missed like four shots in the final 90 seconds. Took that three, was nowhere close. Took that kind of elbowish 18-footer, 17-footer, nowhere close, but that's the one that he hits more times than not. You're right, the layups, that was a disaster. So he he choked late, but supposedly he's hurt too. So uh, everybody's hurt. Every series is 2-2, two to two, and uh, 
kind of excited. I think like this is the first time that I'm really, really excited about the NBA playoffs because got some good series. I don't think the Hawks are going to have enough, but then again, 76ers, if they're banged up, you'll have to keep an eye on that. And then big one tonight, Bucks versus the Nets. And you kind of feel like if the Nets don't win this one, this reeling is going to reel them on out of yeah. the tournament, which would be phenomenal. But uh, we'll see. That, that's a that's a big one. I would for, think that for both teams. That in Brooklyn's case, you can kind of this is this is where you can reassert yourself. But can they do it? The last two games just have been nothing like the first two. Well, if so you don't bizarre. have Kyrie, James Harden, and you're gonna have KD have to do it all by himself. It's gonna make it a little bit more complicated. And you're, you you see it because look at the the score differences in these games. I mean, the Nets like easily put up what one forty, one thirty in one of those first two games, and then we had a game in the eighties. It's like night and day how how you can be so drastic there. But uh, I I'm first time first time I think in the playoffs that I'm pretty pumped. Uh, of course, there's only one game tonight. Doesn't start till eight thirty. East Coast game, it's dumb, but whatever. It's not terrible better than we normally do yeah, yeah. so uh i'll be checking that one out we had so nba going on and and really that's at least in the midweek you'll get the college world series starting up oh, soon enough it's, which i there was a home run last night it was one of those drives down the fairway that you're just holy moly and the notre dame dude against mississippi state yeah in in mississippi state they they kind of ran away with it early. They, they scored quite a few runs early on. So Notre Dame was just playing ketchup all night. Uh, your favorite uh, food, ketchup. Huge, huge fan. Huge fan. Yeah. Uh, but th- they scored a few runs playing ketchup, and the one guy, uh, Nico, he hit one out of the stadium, out of Duty Noble Field. It was, an, I mean, just a moonshot. One of those that leaves the bat, and everybody goes, oh, my God. Yeah, it was almost too hit too well because you just couldn't even. You really couldn't see even it. see where it came down. Uh, so yeah. far, yeah, crazy. Uh, so world college world series set. Uh, old pesky Virginia came back to win two straight against Dallas Baptist. I was kind of rooting for Dallas Baptist mm. as your sweetheart underdog team. So Tennessee, Mississippi State, Vandy. Is that it for the SEC? Three of the three of the eight. That sounds correct. Yes. Yeah, there may have been there that may, good. There may have been one more, but. Uh, Hey, it does. It still means more. Not bad. Not bad. Almost getting half of the field in the College World Series. Roush, I, I like all. I like starting the show. Just kind of shooting the the sports. You know what? You know what? If you will, mm-hmm. just to kind of get people waking up, getting to their car. Ooh, I've got something that'll wake both of you up. Wait one second. Coffee. He's going to get coffee. Roush is leaving the. What what is See, our the guess? See the the only thing that I don't like, and to be and to be, I'll do my to be fair early on is I was clearly heading down a road, and now Roush has just taken the road to where he wants to take it. A message from my wife. But it is a at least a nice gift. She has made me cookies that says "suck it" on them. <laughs> yeah, there's some for you in here too, Justin. So um, take out it, your "suck it." At least it was a nice gift. And we'll suck it. Here. Yeah, oh. the same thing. Wow. Looks like somebody got three and one person got two. Suck it, Justin. Well, one's for Hannah, at least one. Maybe you wow. get her two. Wow. Yeah, stop being so selfish, TJ. Actually, if you think about it, Justin's getting two. He's getting more per capita. Yeah, one that's for why me, I'm, one for the wife, one for baby. That's why I'm single. Uh, uh, Justin, sure. two, one for him, <laughs> one for him. Once again, if I'm single, I don't have to share anything, guys. Oh, man. That, so she, had the, told, the, she had told me Saturday she's getting into the sugar cookie game. 
Yes, yes. It's very exciting. Yes, it is. It's, it, well, you know, more decorating. A little bit, just eh, a little more to do. She ran out of icing, so she got to walk baby to grocery store, which is now the new fun game with him home this summer is, can I leave my office without being seen by him so he doesn't lose his mind? It's quite a, an adventurous game. How, what are you batting? Oh, uh, 225. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> About like the MLB it, average. Because once, once he sees me, then it's like, oh, well, I got, I guess we're going to play for a little bit. And, and then you get like 10 minutes and you get him distracted. And then you go back up to work. But, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, – it, it's. I'll be doing some work at the radio station after the show today. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. Well, you tell the wife thank you for the cookies. Very, very excited. Uh, maybe, just maybe – you should have given these cookies to some of the U of L butt slappers that were coming after you yesterday. Oh man, they so, needed something. I am very much on the outside of all of this, and I was thinking to myself, "Well, that's probably you know I should read up on all the tweets that were sent out, see, listen to the audio of where all this even came from in the first place." But instead, I think this will be good for the listeners, too, because I think a lot of listeners probably fall in the same boat. And, hell, Justin Kalen does, I would almost guarantee, also. So, Roush, why don't you just explain it? What the hell happened yesterday? It seemed like you were battling. Uh, yeah, kind of. And it, it was one of those that I didn't – I'm surprised that it, it, it just started now because uh, essentially – for for my understanding, I don't know what Tyler Thompson put out there right away. Oh, uh, she just about tw- the McCaffrey. Yeah, so McCaffrey goes to Rice, and I could have guaranteed. I, so I saw her tweet on that, and it was a trollish tweet. Oh, but it was p- perfect, right? Uh, and I just knew. I was just like, it's a matter of time before Mingus comments on this. So, Five, four. Three. So she two. said Luke McCaffrey would rather play at Rice. Than Louisville, and of course Mingus has to say, "Oh well, he'd course, rather uh, seriously, of course, he'd rather play at Rice than sit at Louisville." And of course, once Mingus jumps in, then the whole mm-hmm. anonymous army. You have you have the, the the obsession bots. There's like one account over there that says it's a radio show, but I don't think they're. Oh, please tell me it's the Louisville Sports Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like a legit, like they, I think they get on, I mean, it's, it's like six o'clock or seven o'clock is their time slot at PM. So it is a real show. It is. Okay. But yeah. they just tweet hashtag the obsession. That's the only thing they've ever tweeted me. Just hashtag the obsession. It's a bot. Yeah, they don't, they, they, they don't really often provide substance. It's just like, uh, that's what they all, I mean, that's really what they all do. Well, of course, Mingus, once he gets involved, then some other folks start chiming in, and Tyler's sharing some of the funny replies in our group chat. And so I'm like, all right, I'm getting in on this. And then I blast off my own tweet uh, saying, hey, the Luke McCaffrey uh, – I'll get verbatim, shall we? Let's yeah, no, let's, get... Let's, let's get it figured out because this was a big deal. Uh, love for Justin to pull some of the audio – yeah, so my tweet was, the Luke McCaffrey spin zone by blindly optimistic UofL fans is a great distraction from the recruiting director leaving hours before the biggest recruiting weekend of the summer. And, of course, that led some folks to just want to argue with me more about Luke McCaffrey, further proving my point. And the thing that I love the most about the spin zone is that 
uh, Mangus was like, how how can you take a guy who was only here for five days and 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 make that an indictment on Satterfield's program? And well, uh, the guy was only here five days. He was a former top five quarterback, and he left after a week. Like. How is that not an indictment on your program? Like, I, I don't know. Like, that's how delusional they are. It's pure delusion. Just like, wait, he doesn't know anything about the program. And I even tried to, like, reason with him uh, as best I could. I had to talk and use very basic sentence structure, talk slowly. Um, and yet still couldn't be convinced the delusion was real. And the best part about it all is that I think, I'm guessing they read the tweet uh, to Blankenspanker. And I just know that I got a call from my dad. He was driving back into town. He's like, yeah, we popped on 680. And I just hear someone say, Nick Roush can kiss my ass. And, you know, what they like to do over there is just play the same thing over and over. And, I mean, while on the phone with my dad, I think I heard it three times. Just in the background. Well, you're going to hear it again here soon. Justin, I sent you the stuff. You, you seeing that? You working on that? Gotcha. They didn't see it. I didn't I see it. Been no. working on it. <laughs> well, you, I heard. I just heard you say you wish you could pull some of the audio up. So I was actually looking around for audio. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd got. I it didn't for know you. My, you I didn't know man. you actually had it. Te- teamwork makes the dream work. Love it. So I had heard the audio clip. I did not know the reasoning behind it. So it all just kind of stems from the U of L media folk is doing the U of L media folk thing. Yeah. Nothing to see here. You all are making something big out of nothing again. That's basically yeah. what they're shouting at And you. I even... How, how disingenuous. I, how embarrassing for those people to legitimately take bad things going on in the University of Louisville football program and try to paint it as nothing to see here. They should be ashamed of themselves. They, did, I, they did the exact same thing with Bobby Petrino. I said the same thing and, to and, and they're gonna, like, And they're going to do the same thing with Satterfield when it's all said and done, and they're going to forget that this even happened, or they're going to come back and they're going to say, yeah, listen, he ended up not being the guy, but those weren't the reasons why. Coaches leave, players leave, stuff like that happens. And what we're going to tell them is the same thing that we told them right now. That stuff does happen. But when you're losing a lot and your coach is flirting around with other jobs and half your fan base isn't really all that crazy about the coach to begin with, it is a sinking ship. When programs that are winning have these things happen, you don't care because you're winning. You have confidence that it's going to be all right and that you're going to make it all right. When you're losing, all this stuff should do is scare you into thinking there's going to be more losing, which, heads up, U of L fans, there's going to be more losing. There will be more losing. Roush and Tyler are trying to help you dinguses out. Yeah, we're just we're here. We're to... trying to do. They're trying to do your job for you because the same thing happened with Bobby Petrino. And if you really want to go back, same thing happened with Cragthorpe. Cragthorpe, they were quicker to turn on because it was so so bad, and the program had been at like unseen heights. This has been a slower drip. Yeah, which is actually probably worse well, for U of L. But the problem they're going to take longer to the, correct the it. The worst part is that this happened two, three years ago. This was 2018. This was not that long ago, and I. That was I, that was what I tried to I tried to be nice. It's like how can you not? You just did this with Bobby 2.0. How can you not see the smoke now? If you can't see it now, you're never going to find a fire. You can't. You just never can because. All right. If you players leave programs, coaches leave programs. Happens. Yeah. Uh, a Kentucky. How many co- two Kentucky coaches left this year? Others got fired. It happens. But when. 
I don't know, 40% of your staff leaves and it happens after your coach publicly flirts with another school, it means they know that this isn't going well. They're saving face before it gets bad and they get fired and they're taking lateral moves. It was all lateral jobs. Now, I mean, maybe a couple you talk yourself into, but for the most part, you go from kind of big dog at a solid program to just, eh. It's, it's the collection. If, if Kentucky had a transfer show up and leave a week later. Let's just say uh, Wandell. I mean, different in terms of status, but – this they is, need they is, need a running back is, that bad. They probably need a quarterback that this bad. This is the embarrassing thing about U of L is that like they were all pretty pretty pumped about McCaffrey, pretty pumped when he came on. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, like shouldn't there be well, a level of concern when he leaves if you were that excited when he came in? I mean, the the part that's hilarious too is just the assumption that oh well he just didn't want to sit behind Malik Cunningham. Like what? How did he just? How did he? He just found out Malik Cunningham was on the roster. Like, what? Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He went and played for. Oh, that coach is bad. The coach coaches brother. He knows him. He trusts him. He didn't trust Satterfield. Couldn't trust him to throw him across the room. It's the same. Like, I, it really is funny. It's just funny making fun uh, of these folks. All of them seemingly great people in the world of the real world, which is most important. But in the world of sports. It's just one thing after another. Roush, it's the same folks that were like, ha, UK bum wanted to come play for us. <laughs> UK bum goes to Texas. U of L ends up with a guy from Marshall ranked significantly lower yep. or higher, I guess, depending on which way you look at it, than the UK bum that U of L allegedly turned down. Same. Uh, I, I remember we were having this conversation yesterday because they had been pretty quiet. Over the weekend, like, what are they going to say? How are they going to spin this? And you know what, TJ? It's it was even more hilarious than I could have anticipated. They're doing the same thing again. It, it it'd be like me going to a crappy non salseritas Mexican place and asking for their steak, and then going to like a steak place and getting a steak mm-hmm. and being like two steak sandwiches. They're the same. <laughs> There's steak. See, nothing different. P- teams lose coaches. Teams yeah. lose players. That's steak. Alabama loses players. <laughs> they lose coaches. They lost their offensive coordinator. Yeah. See, it's a normal thing that happens. Don't look at the the logistics behind it or the rationale behind it. Steak. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And you're right, U of L. If you were coming off an Orange Bowl season and you had a player come and go instantly and you had another coach leave during the biggest recruiting weekend of the year, eh, you know, such is life. You'll be okay, probably, right? You're coming off an Orange Bowl. You'll figure it out. U of L's coming off a year where they were literally begging teams to go to a bowl game. They didn't go to a bowl game. They're coming off a year where U of L fans literally pooed their pants because they looked at the schedule and they said, no Clemson. No Notre Dame, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. Remember? They, they got it easy. They the were going to win so many games. like, yeah. awesome. If we just take care of this and we do that, then we're going to be right in the thick of it in the ACC. They won four games. And they lost most of their good pieces. They brought in a recruiting coordinator that, no, it's not a big deal that coaches leave. Kentucky brought in a running back coach who ended up getting a better job and left instantly. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. You know what this looks like from an outsider's perspective? loser denial so we've always talked about big brother little brother that whole deal 
But this is like the perfect example of that actually playing out in real life. I mean, Kentucky fans almost like poke and prod at Louisville. And then Louisville fans get so upset that they have no idea what to say, so they just start – they turn it back around on Kentucky. Well, well you all did it. Uh, it. I mean, it's like it's like the perfect case of the little brother that has no idea how to retaliate against Big Brother. And it's just sad, really. It, it, it's, it's, it goes against arguing 101 is whataboutism, and that's mm-hmm. all this crap going on at UofL. What about – Kentucky fans are excited for their football season. You all aren't. And why does you, it always you lie to yourself and say that you are? You're just excited for football season, not U of L football season. That's the one thing I don't understand. Why does it always have to be spun back around onto Kentucky? Like, worry about yourself and your own well, program before worrying about anybody else. I'm, I'm they they would if, say they would say that exact thing to Kentucky, though. They I'm would fine say, if you spin it back on Kentucky, but it's a false. Like, it's not. All things are not equal. Do here. a better job. Is yeah. What yeah. Come on. Or, or they could just get hysterical and just start spouting off nonsense like this. Like this. 100 plus stores nationwide. If you're looking for a job oh, where you can wow. make a great living what? while working on the cars that you... <laughs> <laughs> Told me last 15 seconds, TJ. <laughs> you got one job. But you didn't listen to it beforehand? I can't listen to it beforehand. Yeah, I mean, then that's just a problem if producers can't listen to sound before they play the sound. I'll get a cue. Uh, like, it'd make you wonder how this station has stayed in business so long. If we don't have the, te- if we don't have the, the technology sound. to be able to hear the sound before we play it. I, I don't, I didn't, I mean, I didn't mean literally. I thought, like, I'd give you a starting off point. You'd cue it up to right where it needs to be. We'll get it. So I didn't out. mean literally, but you're right. I, I did say 15 seconds. It probably is like 30 or something. That was on me for trusting you. Uh, well, <laughs> I, okay. He also did it with that, like, while we were talking. <laughs> They did. <laughs> it's also probably a good thing that we don't just, you know. I hadn't seen a good Twitter fight in a while, though. I mean, Twitter's dying out, whether folks like it or not. But Twitter, Twitter's going the way of the dodo bird. Uh, well, maybe there will be a resurgence this fall or something like that. But just fewer people are tweeting, fewer people are getting on there. Less... People are scared to get beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Less news going on, but... Uh... Oh, wow. I mean, Mingus just comes after. Like, he gets so mad on Twitter. It's great. And the thing is, too, is you would think that he would be like a the, – the blank and spanker. That's why it's <laughs> to be, – To be fair, though, the, the one that he got really worked up about was the Michael Bennett terminate Louisville City tweet. Oh. Did you see that? One did not. Okay, so this is—I mean, like Louisville is such a wild, bar. wild, wild West town, and we're gonna come. We're gonna talk all about it. Do we think we have the audio pulled up yet? I think I've got it. Yes. One moment, please. All right, hold on. Well, should we go to a like? I'll. I'll. Should we go to a break real quick? Tease this stuff. Come back. Play every. Play everything. Say everything. I think so. probably. Yeah. So. That'd be, uh, we'll get this figured out. And also, out. this is a hilarious story coming up. Which one? The Michael Bennett. Like, oh, just okay. what he's... Yeah, where yeah. We're go- the road we're going down? Yeah, it's It's, it's going to be funny. good stuff. Yeah. All right, this is going to be a fun day. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. Don't take everything so seriously. We'll be right back to have more fun on your Tuesday morning. No walk away. No run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the dealing's done. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Would you say you're completely full of or just 
50%. With Walker and Roush. I hope just 50, but who knows? Who would ask somebody if they're full or 50% BS? Uh, someone about to go on a walk of shame. <laughs> that's a good that's a good that's a good point welcome back to kentucky roll call here on big x sports okay. radio 96 1 fm 1450 on the am dial fm and am no big deal sometimes if i'm bored i'll just go back and forth between the two sometimes the am's better than the fm sometimes the fm's better than the am depends what part of town you're in it really does that's mm-hmm. why it's a fun little mystery but i y'all drive throughout town Doing the appraisals, and Justin's right. There are there are parts where uh, AM is superior, parts where the FM is. You can get us on podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Nobody's faster getting the podcasts uploaded than Justin Kalen That's is. That's right. And Nobody. you can also listen live on the TuneIn Radio app. The podcast goes to iHeart, and there's the data and hassle-free streaming number. If you're ever curious about ways to listen, just reach out to us, and we'll make sure that you get the sweet, sweet KRC in your ears each in every morning. What we were talking about in the first segment, radio wars, drama in the city, and it's kind of going across different stations, different ah, people. It's it. not just us versus one. There's a lot going on. But it all started with on the Twitter with Nick Roush, which led to hmm. Spankin' Taker to say this. Pay no attention. It's such BS bullcrap stuff, and it's just lies. And if you're a Kentucky fan listening to this, you can go tell Nick Roush that he can kiss my ass. My you can ass. go tell Nick Roush that he can kiss my ass. You can go tell Nick Roush that he can kiss my ass. You can go tell Nick Roush that he can kiss my ass. Carmax is hiring. What do you think about that? That's pretty, pretty funny. I think he wants you to kiss his oh, ass. Oh, man. I'm, you know what, though? I did it. We did it. We got him. You got him. You got Come him. Come on, on, Joe. Get the girls out here. We got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that, you know, uh, earlier he had said, like, no, pay no attention, ignore him. And then tell him to kiss my ass. <laughs> oh, I just love it because there, there's really, it, it just feels good to get under their skin. And so it does some, just feel like it's too easy, right? Yeah, it's definitely. And easy. the thing was, is I really thought I lost my fastball because I was throwing quite a few jabs early on when this happened. But I think maybe they were just so devastated. Once he he was like, "Oh, he's going to Rice. We're better than Rice. We're gonna do. We're, it's his loss, not ours." And then that's. I mean, they don't know how to comprehend it. So now they're gonna get bad and and fire back. And you know what? It worked. I got him. Woohoo! You really did. Really oh, did. that's good. That's good stuff. So as the night goes on, the evening goes on. We find out in the least shocking news. I mean, the shocking news was that I hadn't already happened, to be honest with you. Uh, the Louisville Arena Football League team has folded after an 0-5 start. Well, I, the, the the part that makes it kind of unique, Terry, is that they didn't – the Louisville Extreme. They didn't quit. They were fired. Yeah. yeah they didn't – they they were 0-5. I don't think anybody had shown up to games. I'd seen some, like, an advertisement for them. Uh, but – it I mean, wasn't it, on their own volition. Their board of directors voted unanimously on Monday to terminate their membership for, quote, failure to meet and maintain league obligations, which to to tell to kick somebody out midseason, you've got to be really doing something wrong. What exactly that is, I don't know. 
But supposedly players weren't being paid or like the paychecks weren't coming as frequently. And I think the paychecks weren't much. Like I you know, I think like there was an understanding when you sign up for this league, you're not gonna be making a killing. I, I think that that was the issue. And so I think some of the players went to like the the league and the league was like, Well, all right, then we can't we can't have them keep going if they're not paying. Because people. then the league gets a bad rep. And then nobody wants to play in the league. Yeah, if there's like word going around that that players are terminating aren't the team paid. isn't the best look for the league either. But mm. it's a tough league. <laughs> yeah, you're in a tough spot regardless what you do. I, the my favorite memory of this team in its short history. We could play like the uh, I will remember <laughs> you. Uh, my favorite memory was when the Yum Center teased something cool, and we all thought it was going to be something cool. Yeah, that was my favorite moment uh-huh. of the sports league. Then you found out it was arena football, and then it, it was you just waited till today. Granted, probably a little sooner than we thought. Yeah, and they also uh, decided to have arena football at the tail end of a pandemic, where you would want to play football outside, right? No, uh, and it's just arena football. Yeah, who cares? Are we ever to the point in this country where we have a an arena team or an arena league, rather? Consistently on the field. I mean, we did for like 15 years. And oh, then the XFL. No, the arena football. Oh, arena football. Yeah. That was around for a long time. I think there will be another football league professional that makes it. It will never be the NFL, but uh, I'll be more and more places across the country. Do well. I know how Roush feels about flag football, but women's flag football. I could see that there's some league like that someday. Yeah. Again, won't be the NFL, but. Uh, I don't know, Justin. Football has a really tough time having a second league. Anyway, so that news took nobody in the city of Louisville mm-hmm. by surprise. The only people it took by surprise are those that probably didn't even know that Louisville had an arena team or had missed the announcement. But so everybody's response was basically the same. Just what we had said on the air today, like, oh, huh, who couldn't see this coming? It was doomed to fail. And the fact that they never like did any fun marketing thing, they didn't do anything to try to get people to come to games. Yeah. Should've I, let you and I signed up for the team or play. That would have been great. You know, they yeah. didn't do anything. Nope, nope. They like I said, I think they were T V partners with WDRB. So they're like, Hey, it's kids night. Kids can come for free. It's like, why were you ever charging kids to come in the first place? Like, I didn't even know that that was one of their promotions and uh, I didn't know that they were partnered with WDRB. Uh just really poorly executed and maybe poorly planned from the get go. And that's from getting the Yum Center too, which mm-hmm. should have been like a cool thing. Anyway, so Michael Bennett, who we've talked about from time to time here on these radio waves, had a Twitter hot take. Seems like he does it from time to time. Just get his name out there, mm-hmm. let people crush him, but hey, people are still talking about him. He says, I wish they'd terminate the membership of the Louisville City FC. Let's get some real professional spirits in this city. I think they mean, I, I think he means sports. Yeah. Let's yeah. get some real professional sports in this city. And Mingus quote tweeted and said, Stick to wishing Stoops a happy birthday at press conferences, dorks. I don't see what's wrong with wishing a coach a happy birthday. That happens to like all of the big J journos. But for some reason, the folks over there, they really lo- like publicly loathe Michael Bennett, who I don't know if they've met him. He's a nice enough guy. Everybody I just, who meets him says he's a great fella. Yeah, and yes, he's a, he's a goofball. He's an oddball. But their uh, disdain for him, it seems like he really strikes a chord with them in TJ, I think it's because they're looking in the mirror and they don't like what they see. How can there be a fan journalist? Says Mark Blankenbaker. Like, guys. 
he didn't actually say that. No, but I mean, like this is the kind of uh, you know I'm I'm pulling all of the pot together in one here, but I mean that that's usually. Well, I told you during the break, and I'll say it on here, but it reminded me a lot of your former ex-boss. It reminds me a lot. People in journalism, and this is probably maybe any career, but journalism, journalists think higher than themselves, so it, it, it really shines in this example. But when they feel threatened, and threatened maybe is carrying a lot of weight in that sentence, but when they see somebody doing something that they do, and they don't do it the same way, or it's perceived as they don't do it as well, or they're not working as hard yeah. as the OGs, if you will, mm-hmm. then it's uh, it's attack time. You got to go after them. They're threatening. They're different. It's not the way you do things. It's the it's the us's versus the them's, and the them's are bad. They don't work as hard. They're making a mockery of this whole thing. They're wishing coaches happy birthday, Roush. So what what are we even doing here? What what I think is, like I I can understand it's a big game. You're trying to you, you know you've only got X amount of questions, and you're you're trying to write something for a story. You know you're, hey I I want to hear Stoops talk about uh, you know uh, this player who did something or why didn't this player play in the game? Like you you have to ask. Some serious questions sometimes, and then when you get Joe from off the street who's new to this gig, maybe they had another job, and this is kind of like their second job now that they're retired from their first one. I could get why that might rub some the wrong way to an extent, but there's also a hey, uh, this is sports; it should be fun. There's a fun fine line there. Yeah, so like you you, you should be able to ask about Joey Finstall, you know. Well, I mean, you you can, and you have to be willing and ready to get poked some fun at, but uh, it, it goes it goes a little bit deeper in some circumstances. And like your former ex boss, when he was kind of getting on the scene and KSR was breaking through, John John Clay would go to games and just tweet out every media entity that was out there, basically only to let people know that KSR was not out there. It was this passive-aggressive way of letting people say, you're going to get all this coverage from a certain blog, but they're not here. And uh, he wasn't alone in doing that or having that sentiment. And then your former ex-boss made this idea of, all right, if that's going to be their little shtick, then we'll just start covering every. We'll cover more things than they do. Mm-hmm. And they did. And to KSR's <laughs> credit, you all you all did. Uh, luckily, you all have kind of been accepted like into the journalism world. But early on, it was like that. And then it also applies with radio, where like, oh, we're, we're serious radio professionals, not some goober that will wish somebody a happy birthday at a press conference, which it is funny that like Mingus shares a station and a time with Shrebel, who sang happy birthday to Mitch Barnhart on air during the same time as Mingus's show was going on. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, this was like a year ago. That's really funny, though. Yeah, this, like, because I've heard them play. I, don't, I was not hearing it live, but I've heard them play. So was Mitch since. on the phone? No. no oh, was oh I was going <laughs> to so say, you were talking about awkward. It's already awkward enough oh, to talk to that hilar- guy. That would have been hilarious. What, like, so I've, I've, this is, we're going to go down a different road now because I've always wanted to know, like, how would a Mitch Barnhart interview actually go? Because I don't even think you can 
warm him up with some soft tosses because he might just filibuster the entire interview. You might not ever get to beer drinking. You know oh, what he I definitely mean? would fill her. Fill her. You'd, you'd have to... You'd have to maybe start with one softball and then you come in hard instantly after because you don't know when you'd get another chance. Seriously, I, I, like, the next chance will probably be UK Football Media Day and that'll be his first interview since the selection committee. And the thing is, they there's just so many... And, and again, I know we were kind of talking all media. People can do whatever they want. We don't care. But you'll you'll get somebody from some random part of the state that'll be like, softball, uh, K- KHSAA softball had a lot of rain delays. How do you think the event went? And then, oh, we're just so happy to be able to host all sorts of KSHAA. And then, like, you know, 10 minutes later. Oh, and, yeah, uh, we got just- asked about uh, serving hot dogs at games. Oh, what happened with one. hot dogs? Yeah. that No, I'm just that was a question. At one of them. And it's like, oh, we're oh, trying God. to get yes. beer in stadiums, and instead we're talking about hot dogs. Which yeah, it probably way, won't be till the uh, that that fan day or whatever. Fan, it's it's the, media day. Media yeah. day, yeah. Which, by the way, the so. guy who comes every year to just UK football media day, I don't know where he's from or what, but man, his questions are just a hoot. Are we going to do the show from the field? Sure, why not? Pandemic's over. I hope so. I hope it's a, a normal media day. Because I, I enjoy UK Football Media Day. It's really our only time to talk to some of the freshmen. And as I was telling Luckett and kind of what we've been going over with these camps, putting names to faces of current players is much more difficult than I've ever had to do. Normally, mm-hmm. Tyler, she'll like hit me up sometimes like, wait, who's that guy right over there? Of like them goofing off in the locker room or something in a video we're going to post. And normally, I got them all. Like, boom, bada bang, bada bang. And... Uh, there was a group, at, what threw me off, the Dingle Brothers. It's like, man, this guy looks familiar, but Justice certainly looks the part. But it's like, oh, he's new to campus, didn't really see him at all this spring, even though he was on campus. That And he cut his hair. Shaved the locks off. You'll hard, figure hard it out. out. You're really, but, you're really bothered by not being. This is you're. It, it, it does. It just because I want to like. get it. I want to. I want to be able to small talk them so that when I ask my fence talk questions, they don't laugh me out of the, the facility. Face. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, I know. I had mentioned earlier. I wasn't sure if Kyrie was playing tonight. He's not. And Art Harden's obviously out, but uh, so it'll just be KD going out of the, alone with that. Might have to call up the DraftKings and unlock my account. I. I Cannot get it to unlock. And I really want to just place lots of money on Louisville under Kentucky over win totals. Can you parlay win totals? You cannot. Ah. I wish you could. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Because then you just place all of your six bets or whatever in like one and juice up the odds. But I guess that's not the case. Oh, well. Everybody stick around. KRC will be right back after this here on the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. See, now that you finally won a game, right, you feel looser, the pressure is off, and that will lead to a lot more victories. Yeah, that and a water boy getting 20 sacks a game. That too.
Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio 96.1 FM. 14.50 a.m. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday. Fun start to the show. Text on in, 502-414-1450. Best way to get in touch with the show is texting on in. And the best way to fill your appetite is with some salsaritas. They've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Download the app. Middletown has a drive-thru. Remember, they're perfect for catering. If you've got Father's Day party coming up, check them out. Yeah, and I do, like you said before, Terry, I had done the catering on a small scale. The large scale, they can handle it all. Oh, that yeah. was awesome. That was really, really impressive. Uh, really impressive. You know what's also impressive is the deal that we're doing to get rid of the final few Big X Sports Radio golf carts. Too good to be true. It really is an unreal deal. I, I snagged me, I snagged me one because I I had to at this price. Uh, we're you're basically playing those five great courses now for not under twenty five dollars around. Under twenty bucks around. Under twenty bucks around. It equals out to being about eighteen. I don't know if there's taxes or something that takes it somewhere else, but yeah, five of the the nicest courses in the area. You're gonna get to play, and you're gonna get to play for under twenty dollars around you have to be a member of the krc facebook page though oh okay it's a facebook only deal i was told oh nice i think it's so it's like 90 bucks for one yes yeah 90 bucks for one about 30 dollars off wow (laughs) you're and you're just not i mean i think i'm gonna play a public course tomorrow with my friends and i was looking at the tea times it's like 32 bucks for just a really crappy not great one so (laughs) i was I was actually sitting here thinking I would pay $18 to play all of those courses if they were in the absolute worst condition they have ever been in course history. I agree. <laughs> like, that's how good those – I don't understand. What are we doing? Well, what are we doing, Big X? Cherry yeah, Run, Elk Run, Christmas Lake, Old Capitol, Valley View. Well, we're doing it because there's not many left, so I don't think they do this from the get-go. So the price should go up, dude. To supply no, and demand, not go down. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want the summer to end and then be stuck with some golf cards. And I understand that. So we're getting rid of the final few. I mean, and he if really, that means we got to kind of lower the price, do a KRC Facebook special, then we'll do a KRC Facebook special. That's what we did. He realizes all three of us play golf, right? And we would gladly take <laughs> yeah. those cards off of his hand <laughs> if there's any left I've over. I already got one head my way. That's not a joke. Call 812-725-1457. 812-725-1457. If you want to get one of the last remaining ones for a special price, uh, you have to say that you saw it on the Facebook page, though. How now they would know the difference? I don't know. We'll leave that up to the experts. I do know how now, Brown Cow. Go on. About unique New York. Uh, Yeah. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plains. (laughs) Sally sells seashells down by the shore side. Seashore. Oh, Uh, man. So close. We almost got the trifecta. (laughs) Well, all he had to do is unique New York. That's easy. Yeah, it's easy. Mm, fair enough. All right, uh, so we talked a lot about Tyler Eulis yesterday, randomly enough, and classic KRC curse. He gets brought up again later that day. <laughs> He's going to be at UK's campus for months. Yeah. That's all summer. You know, he realizes how great Lexington is in the summer, and so he's just going to have hot boy summer in Lexington. <sighs> Man. How old is Tyler Eulis? He's got it. So if he was 18 and 20, I don't know, he's probably 26 or something. It was, yeah. Man. Somewhere in that ballpark. I feel like the sweet spot for 25. summer in Lexington 25. would be like 22, 23. 
No, like it. But he's he's right he's right there. Well, I graduated and then kind of spent that summer and then into the fall in Lexington before I was like, all right, time to saddle on up. I can confirm it was fun. Ah, good age, good good age to be. Yeah, and the uh, the the uh, the rooftop bar is back open over there, so folks are very excited in Lexington. There's a rooftop bar. Yeah, Bell's. No, I mm-hmm. never never went to it. Was it really? there when we were there? Well, it's it's the only place like old people like us can go to now. Yeah, that's so like I haven't like been out in Lexington that long since the war. Yeah, wow, a, that's disappointing. It's been a long time. You're missing out. I'm actually very looking, much looking forward to going out in Lexington after uh, Railbird. Oh, I'm gonna do a day there and then doing well, the Saturday. Yeah, who's yeah. who's playing Saturday? Uh, Leon Bridges is the one that I want to see. Is John Mayer Sunday or Saturday? It's uh no, it's my morning jacket, Leon Bridges. Sunday is Dave Matthews. Dave That's Matthews, who it is. John yeah. And I'm yeah. just not I've a... probably said John Mayer every time I've talked about Rover. <laughs> yeah. So it's Dave Matthews. It's Dave Matthews. Gotcha. Yeah. And I'm oh kind of just gosh, same thing. You know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm with you. Except I like John Mayer more. I think probably. you're 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 going to the right night. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Uh, the only thing that would worry me slightly is the commute from Keeneland to getting to downtown. Yeah, figuring that out, mess, but I've got uh, I got friends going. We'll we'll find a way there. Yeah, well, enough people have made that drive. I think I, I think it will work out. Yeah, that'll that'll be a good time. So that goes into our fantasy football draft thing. Is we've kind of circled into that weekend and uh, ultimately decided we're going to do it on Friday night because I know there's going to be some people last minute that mm-hmm. are going to be like, let's go to Rail Birds. Right, I mean, right. If the weather's nice, there's no doubt that that place is going to just be out the walls, too crowded. The way, and good for them for planning that and doing it. And I imagine forecastles just. Sitting around wondering. Seriously, man, I, I got literally. an email from the folks who are putting on concerts uh, on the big lawn at the waterfront today that, hey, uh, we were going to do pods, but not happening anymore. Just full on concerts. Oh, Saw where Old Crow Medicine shows coming in what? in August, too. Come on, the amphitheater. Yeah. Old Crow Medicine show? Yeah. You ever seen Old Crow? They're, no. They're a great time. Great time. I'd love that. Yeah. That'd be great. I, I would really enjoy it. Yeah. Concerts. Waterfront Wednesday. When's that start? Uh, mid, like it's like July fourteenth or something. I so. Yeah, I thought we were still a little ways yeah. away from it. But, but man, uh, live music. If you're looking for a, a a last second Father's Day gift, you will be getting the steal of the century with the Big Exports Radio Golf Card. Let's read a text or two here to close out hour one. We'll come back hour two. A lot more to get to. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll weigh in on the Tyler Eulis stuff a little bit more. A texter says. Uh, didn't Booker go after people for trying to jump Euless in that hotel elevator? I feel like I remember a video showing that. That was from Billy Big Blue. I remember Euless whenever this was like year one or two with the Suns and Euless was playing for him. And those two kind of got into it on the court. But I don't – I wanted to say that it was actually Euless was getting in and then Booker like got another dude's face because Euless was getting in that guy's face. A real hashtag La Familia moment, Terry. Uh, the elevator video, you're you're spot on. Um, that is, that did happen. We did forget hmm. about that. I think Completely. that was in 2017, so it's probably been four years now or so. But, yeah, basically what you kind of said. People came after Euless. I don't know if there was some crap talking or what it was, but Booker rushed to his aid. I think Euless was holding the elevator open, and some other people were like, all right, what are you doing? Come on. We got to get going. They probably called him kid. Probably did mm, at that yeah. point. You know, he's 21 years old. Well, he was also like five foot three, right? 
and then it kind of turned well, you're in. You're to talk. Turned turned into uh, you know they were going to try to jump Ulis, but Booker comes to the defense. So I guess when I said that Booker was wouldn't be willing to throw down, uh, you know maybe that was a little premature. But I don't think he's going to throw punches on a court. I don't think many do. Very rare that you see that stuff. But good call back there, uh, Billy Big Blue. Appreciate you saying that. And I got to watch that video again. First time I hadn't seen that in a long time. People do forget. But Tyler Ulis on UK's campus. Can't think of a better coach or person. Coach, you got to be careful. UK may get in some trouble. May have Dino Gaudio try to try to extort him. But nobody better to be in Wheeler's ear for a few months in the summer of Kentucky to get them ready for their season. I thought that it would just be a weekend or two weeks. I thought that'd be great. But now if you're going to get it for – uh, a dur- duration of the summer. How can Wheeler cut down on the turnovers like Tyler Ulis? You you answer that question, or Wheeler figures that out. This Kentucky season's going to be one to remember. Let's go to our break. Hour one done, signed, sealed, delivered. Hour two coming up next here on the Big X Sports Radio. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning. Appreciate it if you didn't see our... If you didn't see, if you didn't hear hour one, go back, get us on podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You didn't want to see it. Or did you? Hmm. We all look presentable enough today. Yeah, it's true. There's been presentable a lot enough. Worse. There's been a lot worse days, I'll tell you that much. I feel like there's something I wanted to bring up just outside of the world of sports, just something random that was going on in my life. Uh, taxes. I hate taxes. I just had to pay my 2020 because we had like a delay or something. And then I just had to pay my quarterlies. But mm. since I didn't get to do the April quarterlies, I had to do April quarter, April and June quarterlies together. Plus, I just paid. It's horrible. Mm. Just horrible. Taxes are such a fraud. I'm I'm at the point, too, where we got one of our stimulus checks, didn't get the second. And it's like, so are we just going to, they're just going to sit on the phone with the IRS for on hold for hours to make this happen. I don't know what to do. We're like, so, like it's worth the $1,400, but do I? We're so numbed how much we pay in taxes. Everything, everything is taxed, and we just don't even like care anymore because we just are so used to it. Yep. Own a house, tax. Car, tax. You want to buy something, tax. Own a house, but it's all paid off, property tax. <laughs> I mean, it just never stops. It never, ever stops. Uh, you're making a lot of money, working hard. We're going to take a good so, uh, chunk of that. I hope you don't mind. Have you ever heard the saying, uh, uh, only two things that are guaranteed in life are death and taxes. Yeah, there you go. Struggling at the beginning of it. I just, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just always say death and taxes. I don't even say the beginning. 
death taxes and Tom Izzo in March. What I was I was gonna what say does Rothstein a, say I was gonna say a bad Louisville program, but hey, zing. Rothstein uses that death taxes, but he's got I don't think it's Izzo in March. He's got one of his things. Maybe it's like Tony Bennett or something stupid like that. So, anyways, if anybody has any money, I'll take some. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we could really go for the lottery this week. Yeah, no kidding. I doubled up both times I know, last I, week. I know. And you went, you went zero dollars, boys. Zero. You didn't hit a single zero. one? So the last time I went, the last time it was my turn, my tickets were paid for from just previous lottery winning tickets, which, granted, I only will, like, I'll have lottery tickets in my car for two months before I'll go in and check to see if there's any winners. But I, I got to, I had like $16 in winners. I'd never had that much. But I could really go for the lottery at this time of my life. Uh, baby on the way. By the way, my sister. Got to meet my sister's new baby, which was oh, very nice. exciting. Palmer Jane. Very pretty. Very. Cool name. Very cool name. Uh, so we've got Nick. It's your week. By the way, Powerball is the bigger prize. So okay. Wednesday, it would be Wednesday, Saturday would be your day. Wednesday. As the big, and you all are all witnesses, by the way, as Big X goes for. Mm-hmm. The big prize, which is the lottery, and definitely not us just wasting our money. Really looking forward to the day that we find out on air that we've won the lottery. That'll be a good time. I mean, yeah. if we... Great. I mean, the ratings that day. Oh, yeah. Through the roof. That's the thing. If we continue we to care. do this just for years and years and years, you'll win eventually, right? It's yes. got to happen. Got I'm, to. I mean, I'm just worried that we've added somebody who's already, you know... Yeah, so... Uh, but I'm, I'm just worried that the odds are like... We're, we, <laughs> They they can only find so many people. I'm worried that we added somebody who it's already found, and it's just never going to find us now. Well, it just won't happen on a week out by him. I think that I disagree. I think Justin knows the secret touch, secret yeah. sauce. He'll he'll make it happen, Captain. Got the inside inside baseball, mm-hmm. as you will. He knows how to he knows how to play it off. If you're not a Patreon member, one time Justin won the lottery. Not a huge deal. Go back to listen to Patreon to find out how much, how not it all went the, down. Yeah, not the Powerball. Uh, it was a <laughs> uh, nice little payday for our buddy Justin. Roush, what can you tell us about this John Calipari statue? Should we, we like you tweeted, should we worry that Memphis or UMass is making a play for Calipari? Well, I, I would like to start by saying I think it's great that they're building statues we don't have enough of them we've been tearing them down so now we've got to put some more up so let's get great folks like john calipari statues what's kind of odd so they're putting a john calipari statue up with marcus camby right it makes sense that was part of the 96 team but they're also putting julius irving and jack lehman up at the same time which that's they're not related like that was from a different era i don't really i guess they just they have one statue budget so they're like well we got some extra wiggle room let's just load up on statues while we can it's kind of odd but you know what whatever i won't begrudge them the more statues the better so good for them uh but i would think that it's going to have like Cal patting Marcus Camby on the back. Uh, uh, that's my. That's how I imagine the statue being built. But here's the thing. This is UMass Amherst. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be, what, like a 10-foot-ish? You know, a little bit larger than scale, maybe 8 feet. Kentucky's got to double the size. 
Do we have to put Marcus Camby in ours too? Yes. <laughs> they take one of ours. We'll take it back. Yeah. Oh, we can get we can Anthony have, Davis really <laughs> What happened to his eyebrow? We can have what? Like Antoine Walker dunking on Marcus Camby or something like that. And that way we can be like, ha, you're Marcus Camby Cal statue. Although how are we gonna get Cal how are we gonna get that scene and Cal Ooh, get UK Cal guy? getting teed up? When he was on the other, remember that? Oh, uh, have like half of them young UMass Cal and then half of them old UK Cal mm -hmm. and then say, times are changing. Boom. And then it becomes like a Banksy masterpiece. What, like, what does this even mean? Is it a play on our eternity or lack wow. thereof? Wow. Boom. And then Kentucky finally hangs an Anthony Davis band. <laughs> Ten years later. Gets his name in the rafters, yeah. With Phil Grommer. But UMass building a Calipari. I look forward to UMass coming back later like Memphis and being like, just kidding. We're not <laughs> doing it, as a matter of fact. How long do we have until that's going to happen? It's 8-12, probably about 9-30. Yeah. Has, uh, has UK, UK hasn't played UMass since Cal's been here, correct? Correct. And, but you had was it no, Scoop? They may, they may have played one time. They I remember may playing have, Providence. Well, they played and they played Boston several times, which was always right. weird to me. It's like, why are you going to play Boston but not UMass? I don't think they have played UMass. Well, I don't think they have. Twenty fifth anniversary coming up. That'd be nice. Would be nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to feel like we're Dick Vitale with telling UK how how many teams they need to play, but. I'd love really to get Iona, which there's been some whispers about that happening. Also, love to get uh, High Point, bring High Tubby Point, back. Yeah. Like, dude, what are these? We're running what out of the time Raptors? with these coaches. If Coach K up, and Roy man. just hanging it up wasn't enough, Izzo's basically said he's right around the corner. Tubby ain't going to last much longer. Patino, I think, is going to try to go till the break of dawn, but we'll see. But yeah, make it happen. Let, let's try to set up oh. those games. And yes, KRC did have the scoop. Kentucky's going to be hosting Robert Morris, will be part of that little UKIT. Uh -oh. Invitational game. They've played Robert Morris since then. Even UK fans don't know I, that. I, I forgot about it. Yeah. Was that Beat the him, not a huge, Not a huge deal. Uh, shortly after, I think. I think it was like a year or two later. You know, oddly enough, so I, I, was was actually, I was actually talking about that NIT game last night with somebody. Oh, thanks, you dingus. But an IU fan I don't, was talking I don't, about it. No, I don't remember what the context of it was. <laughs> the I, guy was actually a Kentucky fan, so he might have brought it up. But we were talking about that Robert Morris game. Yeah, rival fans always wanted to like rub that game in Kentucky's fans' faces, and UK fans did not care. It was the NIT. It was the NIT. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah. like who yeah. cares? Yeah. Like, oh, you won an NIT game or you lost it? Who cares? Yeah. You're in the NIT. <laughs> the, the, the only remarkable thing that can happen is in, in an NIT game is Perry Stevenson just dunking on someone. Yeah. No, if you want to go to an NIT game and have fun, that's fine. But if you're leaving an NIT game mad because your team lost, you're missing the point of the NIT. Because <laughs> it's it's not uh, about – that really isn't about winning and losing. No. You want to tell your kids about, like, you know, you've got, like, a little four-year-old getting in sports or something, and you tell them it's not about winning and losing. You show, show them, them NIT clips. This is this is a good chance to teach sportsmanship. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where it matters. And that's, but that's, if it's anything else, it's all about winning or losing. And that's how you get the team ready for next year. Don't be in the NIT. No. Because it doesn't matter. Uh, so they're building a statue there. What else we got? Any other sports things that are uh, that are must? Something that's kind of cool. Uh, Kenneth Horsey, starting left guard last year for the Cats. His, uh, if you all don't know his story, he 
didn't have a heart attack, but he essentially had a cardiac emergency when he was. It was. It was right when he was like finishing up his high school career. Heart assault. Yeah. Not a full on attack. But he had to have open. I mean, he had to have open heart surgery at eighteen. Uh, and this was like Easter Sunday, his senior year. He's getting ready the to go off. Last thing you're ever worrying about with that is if you're going to play a sport again. You're worried about surviving. Yeah, and he ends up did survive, surviving, able to play football. He was on campus that fall, working out with the team as a redshirt. Yeah. Uh, and then two years later, starting at UK. And since then, uh, he's he's worked with the American Heart Association. And the the latest thing he's doing yesterday, they had like a press conference where he's teaching the the team hands or hands-on, like he's teaching CPR, but it's not, you don't give mouth-to-mouth anymore. It's a little misconception, but teaching CPR, um, but it's still just a nice reminder. Like He's like, you know, I didn't want to be the guy known as the open-heart surgery guy, but Coach Sharman kind of told me, you know, work with what you got, and, and it could help somebody out. So glad to see Horsey's doing that. I think that's a... It's a pretty cool story, and it's also, I know it's something that I remember having this conversation in the very early years of this show, where uh, you're not going to choose your fan if you you're going to like your team even if they've got bad guys or good guys. But it's nice when you got good guys, and Horsey can end up being the third straight year that there's an offensive lineman on that Allstate Good Works team. That you would know? be awesome to hear. Uh, does it? You know, these are apples and oranges, but you hear about stuff like that. It, it crosses your mind. The Christian Erickson video is as, like, scary and oh, I had to turn it off. traumatic yeah. as, like, you're going to see in sports, literally thinking somebody <laughs> is just – I mean, they did kind of die on yeah. the field. And they're showing, like, family and stuff like that. So that stuff always will be in the back of my mind, and especially when you hear about players that have had – but it really can happen to a lot of folks, and a lot of times you don't know about it. And I almost kind of like the fact that Horsey, he's going to be getting as much medical attention on that sideline 24-7, rightfully so, just to Mm -hmm. make sure. And he wouldn't be cleared if he couldn't go out there and compete at the highest level. And he's already done it enough to get the starting spot. So uh, it still is in the back of your mind because that video, whew, scares you. Yeah, yeah. And when I worked at an attorney's office, that was like we dealt with the wrongful death where the people – on the field, didn't have the equipment necessary. Good to know that, like, oh, geez. you know, you've got AEDs and you've got professionals mm-hmm. around there. And and as much as we, you know, the running kind of joke in soccer about players faking injuries and you just put the spray on them, it was good to see an act, like some a real sense of urgency out there to to work on them and get them back. And he's, you know, he sent a message from the hospital. Good to see he's back mm-hmm. on his feet. I'm, or I don't know if he's literally back on his feet, but he's at least in good spirits. And apparently, he even Facetimed his team from the hospital and was yes. like, "Guys, go, 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 finish the game. Go, go, beat up Finland." So, uh, have you have you watched any of the Euro? Not as much as I would like. I don't think I've. I well, I don't think I have not watched a full match. I've turned it on and saw it uh, a little bit. And, and yesterday, I was excited to watch because you kind of had some good games. You had Sweden and Spain. And uh, today, even even better, you're going to get uh, Germany and France. Oh, just I, I don't know. I don't know who to cheer for. No, I don't know what like time it comes on because I don't know Germany. Times. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Yeah, I was going to say they're usually like they have good. Like a and if you if you like if you like free money, France is the favorite, so you can get Germany at a great price. Okay, and then the other ones, Portugal and, and Hungary, is that at noon? Is uh, Ronaldo? Is he 
playing, repping for Portugal? Like I have any idea. Yeah, Hungary and Portugal's at noon. Yeah. Justin, do you know? Is Cristiano Ronaldo playing for Portugal? He is. Should be. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why he wouldn't be. I mean, Euros is a huge, huge event. Yeah. But, you know, he's getting kind of older. Maybe he's Yeah, he's playing. I didn't realize how, like, the soccer calendar is basically just year-round. They just play all the time. Speaking of Ronaldo, Messi actually passed Ronaldo yesterday in free-kick goals of all time. Hmm. Messi did. Messi did. So Ronaldo may come back today and say, not so fast. Correct. I always like the, the record book people are going to say we've got a messy on our hands. <laughs> I like the Ronaldo thing where he has his hands by his side before free kick and he just kind of huffs. It's like a <sighs> like it's, he's it's, like bothered to even have to be there. But it's also like I'm so mad at this ball, I'm just going to murder it right in your See, face. I, I looked at it more like I'm just I'm so annoyed I even have to waste my time kicking this stupid ball cuz it's going to go in. Yeah. We all know. Yeah, just give me the goal. My buddy actually while we were talking about the John Calipari statue sent in the Ronaldo statue. That was like the, <laughs> so the most bad. infamous bust of a busted bust. Oh yeah. Of all bust. Perfect name for it. It, it was yeah. terrible. It was it was pretty bad. So, so Although bad. just imagine how much that bust would be worth. I think they redid it and whatnot and mm-hmm. made it look nicer and better. But just imagine if you could have the defunct bunk of the bust. It would be pretty nice. Probably uh, be worth millions. It's of one of those things, too, that I don't – if you're an artist, right, I know that I'm sure it's not cheap. Your wife's an artist. But, like, when she messes things up, she'll just do it again, start over. Like it. You would think that he would – Look yeah, side by side. There's no way an actual artist could say, oh, man, that looks just like, like I don't, this isn't an abstract painting here. You're going for realism. Well, I think bronze is really, you know, it's expensive. So if you make a mistake, you, you just got to go, go, go with it. With it. But yeah. you can't, you, couldn't you just like, I don't know, throw it in the, melt it down again? Like, I, maybe I'm being naive here, but you would have thought that. Maybe he just ran up against a deadline. You know, he's procrastinating, putting it off, and was just like, damn it. Okay. Just going to let it fly. Oh, what did you uh, what did you think of Jack Harlow being at the Jazz game last night? Oh, he was there for uh, Donnie Buckets, mm-hmm. they call him. Do you think he lives out in L.A.? I see him all, like, you see him just pop up in different places. I'm sure he's probably got a spot in Louisville. I don't, I don't know. I I, th- I think his label is out of Atlanta, right? That's where he got to start. No idea, but that I knew he made some videos in I think, Atlanta. So I that think that's where his producer was. From. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Okay. So uh, who knows? Yeah, Jack Harlow. I was thinking, and I'm kind of jumping all over the place. Just how we are we are set up very well for the NBA to be great for the foreseeable future. So much great young talent. Like Trey Young ain't going anywhere, and it was cool seeing him dish it out yesterday. Donovan Mitchell, whether you like him or don't like him, he ain't going anywhere. Jason Tatum's probably maybe the best young star, so you don't have to – and even that's debatable. It, it, it's NBA is in good hands. And then you talk about some of the younger Kentucky players. They're, they'll, they'll be around for a good long while. Exciting times for the NBA. And I just I, I like that we're like kind of setting up towards a, a Clippers, Suns, I don't know. Hopefully the Nets lose. Really rooting for the Bucks. But if you can get Bucks 76ers or Bucks Hawks, it just it kind of feels more like an organic NBA and I like that. And I still know that like instead of 76ers super, try yeah. to do a super team kind of thing, but not really. It didn't no, work. they trusted the process. They trusted the process. The Clippers kind of did it, but it still didn't really work the way that they wanted it to. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, the Hawks and the Jazz, they were mostly homegrown, built up from inside. The Sixers really are, all things considered. Trust the process. Just feels a little bit better than like, all right, who's LeBron playing for this year? Let's just pencil them into the finals. Oh, and KD's latest super team. Okay, yeah. let's get them in there. But so we just need the Nets to not win. Yeah, suck it, Nets. Speaking of Clippers and Jazz, if you go to the ESPN homepage, there's a pretty funny picture of Kawhi Leonard dunking and Donovan Mitchell just in the background with like the most impressed look on his face. Like, okay, that's that's nice, Kawhi. It's a yeah. it's a video, but it's a it's in the, picture the screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty funny. I'll um, oh Justin, if you don't want to just bet on Euros today too, there's another big European event happening today. Oh, the Royal Ascot. Get out of here. Yeah, Royal Does Ascot. Justin know what it is? Oh, yeah, that's a race, right? A horse race, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 England's biggest. It's it's a few days of event. I yeah, I'll bet it's on two that. or three day. The Queen, she has horses running it. And if you've ever watched races at the Royal Ascot too, it's like 24 horses on this giant grass field. Yeah. Like I, I think I recall watching it last year, but when you say Royal, I just think of the family, and I'm I'm instantly out. But no, I'll I'll check it I'll check it out. Yeah, like the Queen. It would be entertaining if the Queen was actually riding the horses, but <laughs> no, that's. Oh, I'm out. I'm that's that's annual TV if that's the case. Everybody knows all of my history fun facts. The Krogue had sent in this, which was very interesting. The world's primary feudal landowner is Queen Elizabeth. She is queen of 32 countries, head of the Commonwealth of 54 countries, in which a quarter of the world's population lives, and legal owner of about 6.6 billion acres of land, one sixth of the land of the Earth's land surface. Wow, she owns it. My thought process is like, what? How does that will go? Yeah, I don't. I'm not because that seems like a nightmare. I guess it would just be. Uh, hey, kid, Johnny, you're getting all this. Is it? Is it that simple? But I do like, know, all, right, all these countries are yours. I know that part of like the farmland, like the queen technically owns it, but the folks get to use it for like a. I, I don't know. It's very complicated. But that is uh, remarkable that like they can still. Are you get away talking with about that. peasants? I mean, that kind of is what they are, right? At the it's like the sharecropping. Day, at the I mean, it day, really is sharecropping. We're, we're all just peasants, am I right? Peasants well, to the man, especially Blankenspanker. Suck it! He told you you can kiss his ass. Rebuttal. Suck it. <laughs> Official KRC statement. A texter, 502-414-1450. I think the texter who texted in about the snake draft may have been mocking Barstool. They did a snake draft of historical NBA starting lineups choosing one player from each decade, and they excluded MJ from the draft because they said including him wouldn't be fair. Oh, maybe the texter was doing that. I, I have no clue. I didn't know that Barstool did that. Uh, I don't think that it would be. I think you can – I – would feel confident that if we did like an all NBA team and I had the fourth pick or something, I, I you know, I feel like if do you do right. a good if you do a good Especially enough job in the nineties, like there was really good players in the nineties. And you should be able to do a good enough job to overcome somebody with Anthony Davis. Yeah, it's a huge advantage, but it can be done. Yeah. It can be done. Text oh, oh we got a long one. Yes. Here. Road trip update. Day five. We are five hours from our campsite in Maine. Yes, TJ, we are headed up from Columbus, Georgia. Can't remember if I mentioned this before or not, but I'm a history teacher. And I could have spent way more time in D.C., but my wife is not super into museums or history. When initially planning this, she said, Now don't make this Alex's East Coast history tour, because I definitely tried. 
That sounds like something your wife would have to tell you, too. And like, she knows what her, the rebuttal of that comment would be. Suck it. Uh, plus, only a few of the Smithsonian museums are open right now, but we were able to see everything there in the National Mall area. Got to see National Air and Space Museum. D.C. was great. However, forgive because I'm about to sound like such a boomer, but NYC was 90% awful. It's just so dirty, super loud, and so many people... Just seemed super annoyed all the time. We did squeeze in the Bronx Zoo, which is great. And don't even get me started on New Jersey. Between the tolls and lack of scenery, I'm just convinced that we should have let the British keep it after the revolution. <laughs> all as well, though, major rebound on the horizon in Acadia, where we have great scenery and a whale-watching trip planned. Wow. We are hitting up Virginia on the way back, so I'll definitely look into those places. I appreciate the recommendations. It sounds like a blast. All right, here's the recommendation. You tell your wife... How does she, uh, how does she know she's not super into museums or history if she doesn't ever allow you to go to them? You're going past the best museums and the best historical things our country has to offer, and she's saying no because she doesn't like it. She hasn't been. She hasn't been. You Don't gotta go. Don't knock it till you try it. Don't knock it till you try it, and maybe she'll find something interesting. I think I I think I understand her mindset though. There's just it's not that she doesn't like it or absolutely hates it. There's just so many other better things that she would rather do. Like like what? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the texture's why. Well, you kind of go to D.C. for the history. The history. And the museums. Now, having been, do you, do you have a favorite Smithsonian Museum? Mm. I've been to most of them. I really like natural history. I don't know. I don't even know the list of the Smithsonian. So you've got Air and Space. Um, there's one that's on the lawn, and then they have a bigger one out in Dulles. I've been to both of those. The air museums, it's just... I've know, been to that. They're planes. I know that. Like They're they're fine. But uh, And the American history, that's the one where they've got Francis Scott Key's flag from, uh, you know, 1812 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that one's fine. I just don't like the setup as much. I didn't even know. I mean, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I didn't know like the Smithsonian. I know that there was different ones. I didn't realize they had so many of them. Oh, there's there's a ton. They have the the castle, which is like that red building on the mall that's really cool. Um, yeah, I I know I'm leaving out some. They just opened uh, an African American history one, I believe last not last summer because that was pandemic. But that's that's a new one. I don't think the Holocaust ones under that umbrella. Um, but I mean. They've got a ton of museums there. The one that I heard is really cool there is the spy one, but I, I have not been to it. But I've heard that that one is pretty neat. They have a spy museum there. Show a lot of cool gadgets that they would use back in the 60s and 70s, Cold War era. I think I've been to that one before. I think that's part of something else, no? Yeah, I, th- I think it is separate. Yeah. That and like the museum. Oh my gosh, now different. I'm like going through this again and having to figure out which ones I've been to and which one I hadn't been to. There's a ton. I've been to the, Na- the, the National Museum of American History. Yeah. And I have been to the 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 space one. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, uh, they but were. I really I really like uh, the natural history one though too because they got the dinosaur in the middle, everything around. I mean, it's just it's cool. The the Hope Diamonds there, which is the one that has like the uh, like the fetuses. I would assume that it would be natural history. I think it is the yeah, natural yeah. history, but they're I, actually real, which is oh. crazy part. They like they do like the week by week cycle. But like each, oh, like a, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Have you all? Uh, have you done archives? That's one thing I haven't done archives or Library of Congress Mm-mm. or any of the big buildings. No, I haven't been to DC in a long time. I need to go back, and I would probably just have an absolute blast. Very excited there. going to a whaling museum in Rhode Island on Saturday. 
You're going to have you, a whale of a time? You, <laughs> hey I've, I better see those shirts at that museum gift shop everywhere. What if they're copyrighted by Moby Dick? <laughs> like, I guess it's a whale of a sandwich, a little bit different. That, that'll that be fun, but that's, that's the point of those fun road trips and random trips, Texter, is just... Uh, Seeing random things, and maybe you end up liking something you didn't think you'd wa- you'd like. Tell your wife to have an open mind, and and make no mistake. You know, I'm sure the fact that you've got three kids under the age of five, yeah, would make t- it more tough difficult. for museums. Yeah, but hey, you're going to to a natural museum Ooh. out in Acadia. That'll be fun. Leave the kids with the wife. You go to the museums yourself. Win win for everybody, Boom. except for his wife. Bada boom, bada who bang. has to watch all the kids? Well, she loves her children. <laughs> I would hope. Hmm. Let's go to our break. Let's go to our break. <laughs> Thank you for the text and the update from your trip. It sounds like a blast. We're all very jealous. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. More text into the show when we return. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Now let's go to Ollie Williams with the Adoptive Pet of the Week. Who wants this dog? Thanks, Ollie. Yeah, this is a story of famous dog. For the dog that chases its tail, we'll be busy. He's a clapping dog. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. It was uh, Sky Clark who technically broke that news about Tyler Eulis. And then Sky Clark also, which was recently just retweeted by Davion Mintz. Oh, love this tweet. Yeah, Sky Clark said... It is what it is. Definitely trying to be mentioned among these BBN greats. Okay. And it goes through the years. 10, John Wall. 11, Brandon Knight. 12, Marcus Teague. 13, 14, Andrew Harrison. (laughs) 15, Andrew Harrison. 16, Tyler Eulis. 17, De'Aaron Fox. 18, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. 19, Ashton Hagens. 20, Ashton Hagens. 2021, Davion Mintz pictured in Sky Clark's little collage of great UK guards. Hagen's and Mintz are a stretch to be on that list. And if other people are scared to say it, I'm not. Wow. How big of you? (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, though. Higgins and Mintz, I think, in like normal circumstances, definitely should be on a list of like you know they're with some of the other guards, maybe of the two thousands and whatnot. But like on a list with John Wall and Tyler just Ulis, just to really yeah. hit Trevor in the fields, Andrew Harrison, yeah. starting point guard that went to back to back Final Fours. You don't get that in college basketball that often. I would say that at least in Mintz's case. Who knows? I mean, he hit some big shots for a bad team. He, he could come back and hit some big shots for a good team. So maybe Mintz or does feel like he belongs more. Let's take, uh, I mean, e- even if you take those two out, who do you even put at the bottom of the totem pole for the other seven? 
Oh, that's a good question. I mean, you're splitting hairs, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you'd probably have I mean, maybe Teague. I think you'd have people that would say Andrew Harrison was just on great teams. He didn't do as much. It's probably Teague or Andrew Harrison, right? From just from a purely who who do you want being your point guard? I mean, that's how good those. I'd take first Andrew Harrison are. over Teague. Yeah, I would too. I'd have Teague at the bottom. Yep. May not be fair to him because he played on a great team and all he really had to do was kind of pass, didn't have to do a lot. But yeah, those would be the bottom two. Man, we've been spoiled. Really have been. And maybe Ty Ty Washington is added to this collage of my dream last night or two nights ago is any indication. Had a dream that he was like awesome. Best player in college basketball. It was a lot of fun. But uh, Scott Clark will be joining that. I thought I always said this. I thought it was a good thing that he's not going to reclassify, save him for the following year. Ty Ty should be a one and done. If Mintz comes back, you know he'll be gone. You'll have other guards return, but it'll be nice. Just you're kind of putting Scott on the on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Just saying, we certainly could use you this upcoming year, but especially after kind of the Devin Askew experiment, you take your time. You get developed. Now he's going to be at Mount Verde, which will be great for him. And you go from there. And he's recruiting others with him, right? He is, uh, although Duran is going to reclassify. Speaking so. of Duran, can we address that real quick? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Well, what no, you got? Not, not just – I want to address the name. Because nothing in the English language tells me that D-U-R-E-N is Duran. Why is, that, why is it not Duran? Maybe it is. I yeah, read I mean, that I, and it's, I, it's I, clearly I mispronounce yeah. names almost as much as I pronounce well, I, so, them correctly. So we you all, have them wrong. Well, you all have both said it and you say it so confidently. So I'm well, like, all right, that's, well, that's, that's what it is. That's half the battle is just acting like you've been there before. All right. Well, huh. yeah. yeah. Duran. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct it every time now. Uh, I, I will uh, say to go back to Scott Clark briefly, kind of nice that we just assumed he was going to decommit after – all the assistants left. I didn't do that. I feel like we got like 13 different stories over the course of like five weeks. Guy Clark confirms his commitment. It's like, yeah, right, we, got, it, we got it, it, man. I'm talking about like the 24 hours afterwards because he was just tweeting like, say it ain't so. And you're like, oh, is he going to go elsewhere? You know, this may be like a butt slapper take. And I, I'm not to say that I don't think that this was always the case, but I do think it's probably more prevalent now than it was. I think people are starting to realize, like, hey, if you got a spot on UK's roster, probably best to hold on to that bad boy. Yeah, that's true. I think you're seeing it with, like, some of the returning guys as well yeah. and some some of that stuff. And there does seem – and it only takes one year to change this, and we've seen this happen now a couple times in the Calipari era. Seems like the foundation is stable again. You should have guys that are returning for a few years. You should You should – you have some freshmen that you're going to be excited about. And then rinse, repeat, hopefully that's going to stay the same the next year. Now, it only takes like a couple EJ Montgomery's and people like that to leave or uh, a, a random transfer that you weren't necessarily anticipating, but they're homesick or whatever it may be. But it seems like we finally got our footing again in basketball, and that's good. Yes. You need you need that for program stability. It had been a little dicey there for a little bit. So congrats to Calipari and his staff for making that happen. I'd also add, too, Something to keep in the back of your mind. Scott's got a really good little brother. So, you know. I didn't know that. Yeah. His little brother's as big as him, and he's just – was a freshman last year? Cloud Clark. 
Oh, another cloud. That was the name of a recruit at the camp Sunday, Cloud Seven. I just made it. Or up. Seven Cloud. I don't think his name's Cloud. Yeah. His brother's name was Sky. What if it was, what if it was Ground? See, the thing was. <laughs> and then there's C, Clark. <laughs> Earth. <laughs> Wind and fire. Damn it. I just, that went right over my head. And now oh, I feel like a dingus. That's okay. Justin, pass me the dingus hat, the Hoosier dingus. Not the the Hoosier. I'll just take the Hoosier part. We should I, thought I, I thought we I should. gave that to you on Friday. You remember those big hats <laughs> they'd always give out at the fairs when we were kids? Like the big, you know, goofy cat in the hat, top hat sort mm-hmm. of deals? That could be the dingus hat. Say something dumb on air, dingus hat. And then you oh, got to wear it the rest of your day. So I'm doing like appraisals. <laughs> sorry i said something really dumb on my radio show this morning flipping drinks at the bar (laughs) you know what though you get attention roush asking fence tile questions actually that would be (laughs) fast checks out the heat today is absolutely barbaric says one texter might as well walk around butt naked at this rate very jealous of my son because he does that all the time outside Mm -hmm. i wish i could just you know be cute and do that. Uh, the heat has been a joke this morning. Hey, glorious! T- yeah, it's absolutely uh, it's, glorious. It's, the the tropical weather is uh, taking a break for a few days. <sighs> Pulling that humidity out here. Remember, TJ, it's not the humid. Oh God, what what is wrong with my mouth? <laughs> do you want to go to talk? our last break? Yes, Jesus Christ, it all out? Roush. It's Roush, not the heat. Get it together. It's the humidity. There you go. This is KRC. We got one final segment coming up, and we haven't even, we barely even scratched the surface of the text line. We always do this. And it's not like we're even talking about anything all that great, you know? Texts are going to save the show when we return here on Big X Sports <laughs> Radio. Oh, God. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Everyone has called me Dwayne all day. I think Jim Halpert paid them to. With Walker and Roush. Yes, five bucks each, and it was totally worth it. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roush, as you so often do, you've sparked debate and conversation in my friend group. Oh, great. Gus wanted you to know that there are only three Smithsonians. What? There's no way. So the interesting thing here is you go to the Smithsonian's website. They have 19, which is more than three. Much more. And 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 I don't think Gus knew that. I don't think he knew that. But where I will give him credit, only three do have Smithsonian in their official name. Gotcha. Smithsonian Institution Building, the... The Castle, I think, has Smithsonian in their name, right? The Smithsonian American Art Museum, and, uh, you know, the other one that I can't think of right off the top of my head because I don't have it pulled up. So, let me but yeah, the map has a ton of things out there. So, like, of course, Gus is an idiot. The uh, uh, the Renwick Gallery of the Smithsonian American Art Museum. Did I already read that one? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, there's one more somewhere. Either way, suck it, Gus. Everything else has like national in front of its name. Smithsonian Gardens. Hmm. That was the third that has Smithsonian. Like, you know, National Zoo is technically part of the Smithsonian. Right. So yeah. interesting. Interesting. And then we're 
talking about the last time people have been to D.C. and whether or not D.C. is a fun place to go or not go. I and bet they took Smithsonian out of the names because it's just it's, it's a mouthful. It's a lot to write. They just wanted to make their lives easier. You <laughs> but know? then on the three of them, they're like, ah, not you all. Yeah, suck it, Renwick Gallery of Smithsonian Art. <laughs> Smithsonian Gardens got off easy, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so. that's, that's easy enough. Uh, I'd love to go back to D.C. I bet it would be a fun place to go and hang out. Recently, well, recently, this was like 2015, went on a cruise that left out of Baltimore, and we did have a day to kill. It's such a but, weird thing to say. But luckily... <laughs> left on a cruise out of Baltimore. But luckily, the wife's family didn't want to make the hour drive or the 30-minute train ride to D.C. Instead, we got to experience everything Baltimore has to offer. We ate at an Uno. You remember Uno? The pizza. Kind of. The, you yeah. don't remember? You never went to Uno? Never went there. Down in Fern Creek? Yeah, no, I think they probably had multiple of them. Uh, so we went to Uno. That was great. We went to Pier 5, which is like Baltimore's entertain or like 4th Street Live. So that so I got to see all the sights. <laughs> in Baltimore. D.C. was just a stone's throw away. So I, I haven't been to D.C. since I was a little wee high schooler. Mm. No wee wee. It's a fun place. I bet it would be a fun place to go and be an adult. I have seen uh, baseball, sporting events, some of the uh, museums, videos from airports. They're talking about folks who are now back to traveling, and TSA has staff shortages naturally. So, oh no, yeah, airports look pretty congested. Well, I'll be flying on Thursday, so probably a good heads up that we need to get there early. I don't really mind getting to an airport super early. I'm so used to, like, my dad, like, oh, got to be there two hours early. Like, it's kind of a dad thing to be there just well in advance. My, not my dad. My dad was always super late. Hmm. <laughs> there would be times he'd, we'd see him, like, running to try to make it on some planes. A texter says, you all judging six-year-old competencies is painful. I have a six-year-old who's an avid fisherman, reads at a third-grade level, loves golf, huge movie buff, and SpongeBob guy. He would love Museum of Natural History for more than just bones. Justin, suck it, boys. Have a great Tuesday. All right, I'm calling. You know what? Your son's not a huge movie buff. Sorry. Also, don't think he loves golf. No, I could see him loving golf at six. My little yeah. nephew, who's two, just has like figured out how to do a full swing. It's really cute, actually. Nice. At six, I could see somebody that loves golf. I could really see a lot of that stuff. No, he's, I can, he's not a huge movie. Buff. I can really, he's I can, not. I can see it all. But hats off to your son. I wouldn't enjoy the Museum of Natural History. So if he does, more power to him. But you haven't been. Yeah, but that's just. So how do you know you wouldn't enjoy it? Oh, uh, we're going back to this. Uh, it's just, it's not my thing. I just, I, I don't know that I wouldn't. But enjoy here's the it, thing, though. But Justin, I assume you don't like make believe fairy tale stuff. Museums are exactly Opposite. what you watch on television. <laughs> it, is, it is your programming. It's, it's the stuff you may see on television. <laughs> it's so true. And you see yeah. stuff on television that you're probably like, I didn't know that. That's so cool. As I'm, I'm a weird individual. Could I don't you go know to a museum and all. be like, Oh, I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah, I guess. And you don't have to read every damn placard. See, like, that's the that's what I do though. No matter where I'm at, if I'm at the zoo, to. at the I'm a, I'm a reader myself. Yeah, I, I have to read every word of everything they've got. I don't have to do everything. Oh, but I do it. If it's something that like catches my attention, I'm reading it. Somebody put the oh, time in. Least I can do is read it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, to, that's what it's it is. Good way to look at it. Justin doesn't like museums because he doesn't like reading. That's he has admitted he doesn't like reading. Yeah, that's true. not a fan. Uh, Trevor texted in and says, love of God, Justin, the mic is your friend. You can get near it to talk. Every time you chime in, it's like listening to Shirani talk. 
Who's Shirani? From uh, SNL. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, that one. you should watch that one. That's a pretty funny skit. Oh, Texture says Somerset. Ed, the Somerset Foundation will have local health department administering COVID vaccines on Friday, June 18th, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Those who receive a vaccination will be able to get a free autograph from Lynn Bowden. Wow. The address is 204 East Mount Vernon Street, Somerset. That's pretty cool. Can I just say I love how you were like boringly reading through that and then you got to Lynn Bowden. Yeah, I mean, I just <laughs> thought somebody was sending in like another like COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because, Without the Lynn Bowden. Yeah, but that's a, that's a nice little incentive. Come see about it. Lynn Bowden, he was awesome. I feel like too many folks didn't appreciate him enough because they were too upset about the team and blah, 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 blah. He was the, so much fun to watch. That article they did on him recently, uh, talking about his time with the Raiders, pretty wild that they will get players prescriptions for Adderall if they think that they're going to fail a drug test. Just to give them an out. That's a I got I mean. Yeah, they probably should be getting more play, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, like. Pretty crazy. Texter says, well done battling on Twitter, Roush. Oh, thanks. Suck it, Louisville Twitter mob. You going to go back at it again today, or you think you're putting down your sword? I've spoke, spoke my piece. Okay. But hey, if I need to go out there and, and do some fighting again, I'll happily do it. John here, good morning to all. Now that the Jazz versus Clippers series is shaping into a good one, out of both teams, which two players would you choose to start up your own team with? I would take Mitchell and... Uh, I would take. I would also take PG. Well, got to go talk to you later, John. Obviously, if you don't pick Leonard as one of your two, you're yeah. It'd be Leonard and Why Mitchell, and ninety nine percent, ninety nine percent of people that would would do that. Yeah, if John, you're starting up your own team with Paul George. John just wanted to pick the two people so he could say Paul George and contrarian. Yeah, yeah. contrarian John. He's an Indiana guy. He still likes playoff P for his contributions to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand. It happens. Texture says, I'll have to catch up on podcasts, but just turn on and hear you triggered blank and spanker, Roush. F that guy. <laughs> Tries really hard to be a U of L version of Roush's former boss, but he's a huge turd burglar, which that's a great insult. Turd burglar, very funny. Well done. The the thing with spank and taker that hurts him that I don't think he really realizes is you just you can't always force it. Like Right. Having the pro my team take every time is just boring. Like he he ripped he like was trying to make fun of Kentucky having seven home games one time. It's like dude, I mean there's there like every other year for every team. Anybody would why would you not want more home games? Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't get it. And he was I, like, well, not when the games are so terrible. And then even like then like Dina was like, you wouldn't want more games at U of L to like go and hang out and tailgate and watch your team play where you don't have to travel. Not if they were bad teams. You're so full of it. No, yeah. you're not. That, that's like that's complete and total bogus. You'd, also, you'd love as many home games as you could get. It also goes to show you too yesterday that like that was a fun conversation. I was just handing them their content on a tee. But like, why the big X? I mean, we have Trevor for quite a while. Now we've got the Hoosier Dingus on here. I don't understand why local programmers think that you have to have a U of L or a UK show. Like why can't you have both on and just have them argue? It's been like some weird misconception for the last 15 years around here. Yeah. It's really dumb. It's really, really dumb. And not that the, I was just pointing out the scheduling thing is just like anything red, good, blue, bad. And that's just not how reality works. No. As much as we love to make fun of U of L, but sometimes they do do things right. And guess what? Sometimes UK does things wrong. Sell beer, Mitch Barnhart, you goober. Damn it. We want beer. <laughs> 
Who are they now? Texter says, uh, congrats, Roush. You, sir, win the day. Oh, shucks. You're too kind. You did it. Uh, another texture says, I bet Justin would be on board with this. Have a statue of Calipari actually paying the players cash. Ooh, Ashton Hagen's money phone. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, that'd be really good. I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> Just <laughs> like the Lexington media didn't touch the money phone. <laughs> Perry Stevenson still has a murder warrant in Nevada with after that Duncan Memorial. Also, Roush working at a law office almost gave me a heart attack. Yep, he sure did. You know, it'd be funny is to find the guy that Perry Stevenson dunked on, get him on the show, just see how life has been since then. Or the guy that Willie Colley Stein dunked on from Cincinnati. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> or the guy Willie Colley Stein dunked on from Florida. I feel like this is like uh, the water boy. Remember that time to Bobby Boucher killed that <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time Bobby threw that guy from Louisville in the stands? <laughs> Uh, Harlow has a residence in Vegas for the summer, so I imagine is living a hell of a life. That seems like that'd be Man, a fun place. Getting a Vegas residency has to be a sweet gig for a musician. Oh, that kind of... Oh, really? I thought that that was kind of like a career no-no. Like you're done after that? Yeah. It's probably one of those where the restrictions are so weird, place to place, that it's just guaranteed to have shows and income for X amount of time. Just show up to clubs. It'd be pretty cool. It's probably like a, re- a resort that has like an actual theater and a casino type deal club where he can kind of bounce it for- back and forth between both. And I get weirded out every time this extra light comes popping on. But do what you want when you're popping. Yeah. What's popping? <laughs> hey, TJ, a.k.a. Appraisal Boy. How much is the Queen's land worth? If you don't know, you suck as an appraiser. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a $2.75 billion price tag. For 6.6 billion acres? Yeah, you buy in bulk. Jeez. You buy in bulk. Can we please get Rash to change his Twitter avi to the Ashton Hagen's money phone and tweet something at Blankenspanker? His head might literally explode. (sighs) (laughs) I think that I think it's calmed down today. I think it has, unfortunately. DC is a cool experience as an adult. Let's plan a KRC vacation, Keith. You know, Kentucky never plays in D.C. I find that interesting. I know it's not ACC territory, and I think the Big Ten's maybe had an event there, too. But They don't really the, do college basketball there, though. I can't remember. I mean, I can't remember the last time they've played there. But, you know, if you're going to, like, Chicago, easier to maybe get to slightly. But, I don't know. I've just figured at some point there would be some event Kentucky would have played in I know in that there was a regional there not too long ago, but Kentucky wasn't in that one. I'm pretty sure Big Ten had their one of their conference tournaments there. They did. They moved, <laughs> what which, a joke. They yeah, did. I remember that. Was, that. that was like uh, Kentucky going – or the SEC going to St. Louis to throw Missouri a bone. They did that for Maryland. Dumb. Was, Real dumb. I, I was okay with that. Going to Missouri? Yeah, for St. Louis. It's four hours from Louisville. I thought that that was fine Just by bring, me. Bring it back down to New Orleans. That'd be a blast. Yeah. A grand old time. Uh, Texture says, went to D.C. in 2019, and it was phenomenal for a weekend trip. Trip Even got to tour White House, which is surprisingly easy. Just have to email your state rep a couple months out. We'll say Trump let the landscape go a bit, but hey, still a cool experience. <laughs> Didn't trim the hedges. That is pretty funny. Was, uh, it, was it keeping up with the roses, the petunias? I'm doing regional game list. Kentucky, I don't think has ever played. Okay, I got to figure this out. I'm sorry. I I, I got to know, has Kentucky never played in D.C.? There's no way. 
Okay, one. One game. Wow! This is crazy. Kentucky's played one game in Washington, D.C. It was 1922. Lost to Georgetown. Huh. 100-year anniversary next year. Wow, that is crazy. Crazy. 23 to 28. Basil Hayden <laughs> couldn't do enough. Mm. Couldn't even get to double digits scoring. Yeah. Wasn't he an All-American? Yeah, he's a fraternity brother of mine, too. Really let Beta New down. Johnny Flavin just went off for 12 points. We had no answer for Paul Floor and shot 13 free throws. Good game. Uh, wow. I, I, I would have lost a lot of money if you were like, yeah, Kentucky's played in D.C. recently. I, but that'd be I, a fun U.K. trip. Go to D.C. I would have lost a lot of money if you would have asked me if I thought you were joking about Basil Hayden being a player. But Just Google him? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was thinking I went straight you, to the you bourbon. You can't go to Lexington without seeing Basil Hayden. I, I went straight to the bourbon, and it's an actual guy. That's pretty funny. Bourbon's great, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, phenomenal. We're out of time. Yep. Thanks for the text into the show. See you. A lot of fun. Uh, we There's plenty I didn't get to. More Green Bay stuff, if anybody ever wants to hear me talk about that. All right, we'll see everybody on Wednesday. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Don't you cry no more.